bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You might want to keep listening because I'm going to be giving away another pair of OJ's tickets. So make sure you stick with me in the 5 o'clock hour because we might be giving away. No, we're not going to might. We will be giving away some OJ's tickets. Hey, April is Financial Literacy Month, and the truth has you covered on learning about how you can best manage your finances. So if you were listening this morning at 8 o'clock to Truth Be Told with um, Denise Thomas and Telly Hughes, you heard a representative from Educators Credit Union discussing financial strategies that can help you best manage your money. So every Wednesday this month, because April is Financial Literacy Month, every Wednesday this month, 8 o'clock, Representative Educators Credit Union talking about financial strategies right here. 8 a.m. Wednesday, Truth Be Told, Denise Thomas, Telly Hughes, 1017 The Truth. Get it? Got it? Good. Also, make sure you tune in to the award-winning 1017 The Truth for another episode of Greater Milwaukee Urban League's Entrepreneurship Connections show powered by Molson Coors. I'll be joined by local entrepreneurs and community organizations discussing the importance of advocating for black businesses and Grants available for black businesses. Again, Greater Milwaukee Urban League Entrepreneurship Connections show. Powered by Molson Coors this Saturday, 10 a.m. Right here on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. 833-212-1017 is the number. No, I'm not giving any tickets away right now. You got to wait. You got to wait. You got to wait. I'm just saying. 
Security Mike said there's no such thing of ballots showing up. That's just a Republican talking point. I don't understand what you're saying. You're 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 missing the point <clears throat> completely. When we talked about the ballots showing up, Security Mike, we were talking about how everybody said the ballots were count. And then after two o'clock, when everybody went home, they dropped off more ballots because the post office delayed. There was an issue because ballots have to be received before midnight and they were received at like 2 a.m. That's why I think they went to court and had to argue and all that other stuff. And then it came down to them saying, "Okay, so it's it's not a negative. Stop thinking everything is a Republican talking point. I mean, you can believe what you want, but stop thinking everything is a is a is a talking point. Um, we got to wait on some votes, the overseas voters and lesser, but no, those are already in. Those have to be put in by a certain time. They're just counted on the, I don't know why we wait to count them on the last day. See what we should be doing is counting them, but not releasing them. So you should put it in and count it, but you shouldn't know what the count is until everybody learns what the count is. But just cause those votes come in, they shouldn't be like, for instance, um, there's a fictitious election. Uh, today is Tuesday, April 18th. There's a fictitious election on Tuesday, on Wednesday, the 19th. We should not be releasing votes of people that voted today if the election is tomorrow. If you voted early, we have your vote. It got recorded and we're done. What happens is we only record the votes the day of election day. So we wait until election day and the polls open. Then they start counting. I would, I would start that sooner. But then how do you make it so that the information doesn't get released and then somebody finds out they didn't lose and they go out and hustle up people to vote or fake it or trick people? You know, it it opens it up to too many things. So just turning them in the same day as the election. But but overseas stuff, that's that's got to be electronic by now. And if you mail them in, they have to be in by a certain time. So. But I, but I feel you, Security Mike. I feel you. I feel you. In all of this, it has to be something. Just because you disagree with it doesn't make it a Republican talking point. I mean, I see the arguments on both sides. So, I don't know. 833-212-1017 is the number. See, I'm trying to debate. Well, oh, well. I guess we'll figure it out. Number five. Well, I got to tell you. I was having a conversation with somebody and they were like, oh, yeah, we got to go. Oh, I love flying Southwest. I get to check this and check that. From CBS 58, Southwest Airlines had to delay hundreds of flights today. This morning, after a technical issue, forced the airlines to pause some of their flights. And that's incorrect. It was all of their flights. Southwest has resumed operations after temporarily pausing all flight activity this morning to work through data connection issues resulting in a firewall failure. Southwest Airlines told CBS 58 in a statement early this morning, a vendor supplied firewall went down and connection to some operational data was unexpectedly lost. Southwest teams worked quickly to minimize the flight interruptions. But while flights were back in the air, the domino effect has caused more delays, according to Tracking software, FlightAware, over 45% of Southwest's flights today have been delayed. Those delays led to upset passengers, including Glendale's Pam Oxman, who was supposed to leave Tuesday to visit her brother in Palm Springs. 
California. I was supposed to fly from Milwaukee to Phoenix to Palm Springs, and because of the delay, the connection in Phoenix wasn't going to work. So that's 1,900 flights that went kapooey today. And I don't know what we're going to do about it. But isn't this like the second or third time that Southwest has had some glitch? And and now we're kind of looking at, you know, some some really bizarre things. I don't know. Number four. Well, the Common Council, I guess they're doing something. They're not stopping crime, so... The Common Council uh, gave its stamp of approval for the development of a high-end hotel in the Brady Street neighborhood. Um, older men and older women, I don't know what an older is, alders, what is that? Dumb. Voted to approve a zoning change that will allow an 11-story hotel with about 130 rooms to be constructed, 1709 to 1723 North Farwell. Along with the hotel, the development would house a restaurant, rooftop bar, and parking. I think the biggest benefit we're going to see from this is increased potential for pedestrian and bike safety in the area. Increased tax base and more opportunities for the daytime business people uh, walking around spending money exploring Brady Street. You know what I would do is I would just close off Farwell at that, at that point. Like we have streets here that cars go down that they probably shouldn't go down. You should be able to have parking nearby, and then you can get in your car and park. Like in Chicago downtown, nobody parks on Michigan Avenue. Like there's no parking. You park on side streets. You park in a car in a parking garage. Well, well, we know what that can happen. But anyway, um, you park in a parking garage and you walk over, and it's all pedestrian traffic. And I think we need some of those places here, and we can control the ingress. And the egress and how people come in and how people do. Number three. Well, Milwaukee Common Council is unanimously urging Ascension St. Francis to reconsider its closure of the hospital's labor and delivery unit. The announcement from the hospital came just before Christmas last year. And today's Common Council meeting, a coalition of groups supporting the resolution held a news conference. There they highlighted the impact on jobs and health care on the South Side. Ascension, they said in a comment, Connie Smith, who's president of the Wisconsin Federation of Nurses and Health Professionals. Um, Ascension needs to protect and work with our community, including our union. Shocking. Not only on the south side, but also across the city to preserve and improve the services, not just at St. Francis, but for every hospital they have in our city and across our state. Shame on Ascension. An Ascension spokesperson released, a, I guess, a competing statement following that release saying Ascension Wisconsin appreciates the engagement by the Common Council, Milwaukee Common Council, and we are focused on our continued commitment to provide high-quality, personalized health care to the people of Milwaukee. While Ascension St. Francis Hospital ceased delivering babies in December 2022, the hospital continues to care for mothers and babies leading up to and after childbirth, which is critical to the health of mothers and infants. In addition, we're delivering on our commitment to preserve and strengthen labor and delivery services at Ascension Columbia St. Mary's Milwaukee campus. And so I guess the fight is on, but 
again, when the neighborhood cannot um, when the ne- did you hear that? Like what? What, what was? Uh, anyway, um, when 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 you can't really. Uh, I just lost my whole train of thought. That banging and just kind of threw me for a loop. That was weird. So I'm sitting here in the studio, and all of a sudden you hear somebody go, oh, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, what? Oh, that's weird. That was number three, right? Number two. All right. <laughs> that was good. All right. Um. Well... I always thought Milwaukee was high on some things and low on others. However, anybody know how much you need in order to be middle class in Milwaukee? Well, you'll obviously need to make much less than you would to say, I don't know, San Francisco. This story from Fox 6 Now, um, by comparison for those two cities alone, so in order to take home $100,000 after your bills in San Francisco, you have to make, you ready? $300,000. You, you have to make that, and through taxes and fees, it's California. Taxes and fees and all kind of this and that and pay this and homeless and all that to take home 100000 So, The range for middle class only, low to high, right? In San Francisco, it's $81,623 on the low end. If you make less than that, you're living in poverty. You're considered low income. The upper range of middle class in San Francisco was $243,652. Milwaukee, $81,000 in San Francisco, $31,000 in Milwaukee. The upper range for Milwaukee is $93,274. What does that mean? What, what, what does all that mean? Well, researchers at the consumer finance site Smart Asset analyzed the high and low ends of middle-class salaries in 100 large cities at every state using 2021 Census Bureau data, adopted what the Pew Research Center defines as middle-class people's income ranging from two-thirds to two times the median household income. And ranked from the lowest middle class income, Milwaukee ranked 93rd out of 100 and had a median household income of only 46,637. Madison, there their, their starts at 45 and ends at 134,000 with a median income of 67. So that means what? That means the wealthiest middle class city in America was Fremont, California. The median household income was $155,000, and ranging from $104,499 to $311,936. Who was last place? What is the city in, in America with the lowest, the absolute lowest middle class rank out of the top 100 cities and last place was anybody know where give me a guess i'm thinking 
Gary, Indiana. Wait, can I get like? Can I ask like three questions? Well, how can you? How can you? How can you give me one guess, ask three questions, and come up with six answers? Okay. No, I just want to get like if I have three. Okay. All right. All right. Please. Go ahead. Huh? Yeah. Is it in the Midwest? Yes. Wait, you said yes. Okay. Yes. Um. Like after you answer the question, you got to turn the mic off so you can hear. Yeah, I know. But put some headphones on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Okay. There so you, you said go. Gary, ding, ding. You said Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. Yeah. So, guess. so no, 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 no. So you said it was in the Midwest, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, that's one. All right. And then, um, is it predominantly like a black city, like a, like a? I don't know what that means. Like, I guess you could. All say Democratic cities in the North are black, predominantly black cities. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that means. That was a, okay. I'm gonna go with Gary, is, Indiana. Is she denigrating black people? No. Ah. I'm gonna go with Gary, Indiana. No, you got to ask the third question. I don't think I had one. It might help you. So why you say three? I thought I had more. (laughs) I'm going to go with, um, right? Now listen to what I am saying. They're ranking in the 20 largest cities in America. Is Gary one of those cities? The largest. Okay. Not largest, but, you know, medium-sized cities, right? Would you put Gary, Indiana as a city that's comparable to Milwaukee? No. Okay, so okay. try again. You got two questions, ask another question, then you got to give a city. Alex, you have one? No. <laughs> Alex, no. Nah. Yeah, All right. I feel, like, I feel like you want to say Chicago as well, but that's it. Those are my. Well, Chicago's too big. That's the top three. No, I got to bow out. Okay. Cleveland, Ohio. Alex I, just said I it. just said Cleveland, and then you said it. <laughs> okay. Cleveland, Ohio. So what does that so what does that tell you? Go with your first mind every time. Cleveland, Ohio ranked last out of a hundred cities from the wealthiest middle class range to the lowest middle class range. You know when you beat when Winston Salem beats you out, you're in trouble. Now, here's the kicker. Cleveland, Ohio was at 23,827 for the lowest level of middle class. If you can live like you middle class on $23,000 in Cleveland, I need to move to Cleveland. But then I could also move to Detroit because theirs is 24,214, which is only $400 more than Cleveland. Something's wrong. I don't know. For me, that's too much. <laughs> LT said Detroit. Uh, 414-366 said Minneapolis. And Mr. Lee said Ohio. Ding. Yep. Ohio. And, and I think it's important to remember that the cost of living varies just like the jobs vary in those places. And so it's it's difficult to say. Um, whether or not those things will have an impact on your quality of life. Now, me, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm a living. I don't, I don't know if I'm a living like Cleveland. I mean, unless you really don't like me, or they're paying me a significant amount of money to live in Cleveland, then I'll go to Cleveland. But other than that, 
It's like moving to Baltimore. You know? I'm probably offending somebody who doesn't move to Baltimore. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Milwaukee officials gathered this morning to release 2023 crime statistics for the first quarter. Mayor Cavalier Johnson began the conference by saying his highest priority is reducing crime and making Milwaukee safe. He said that even though the first quarter crime statistics are positive, he's not satisfied with where we are with the levels of crime and violence here. The report shows compared to the first quarter in 2022, violent crime is down 7%. However, rape increased by 4%, robbery by 3%. Homicides are down 22% compared to 2022, but increased 50% compared to 2021. And auto theft is down 34% compared to last year. For the first quarter, there's a whole report that tells you uh, there is an alarming trend in gun violence among teenagers, though, from January to April. Milwaukee police said 27 kids under the age of 17 have been shot and injured. That's up from 20 last year in 2022 and up from 16 the year before in the same period. Uh, Chief Norman said we see instances of carjackings and firearm related crime attached to young adults. The negligent handling of firearms by juveniles is a significant issue in our community. And so one of the ways to get around, first of all, Congratulations for doing that, Mayor uh, Cavalier Johnson and Chief Norman. Um, th- it, it, it's going to take a concerted effort. It's, it's a tough thing to do um, because you can't control it. All you can do is report it. And I think people miss that in understanding that. My complaint is do something, have a plan. Right? Don't have a plan and then keep it hush-hush. Have a plan. Like, Part of it, back in the day, you know, old people, back in the day, cops, you know, coppers were were on the thing of, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to follow the rules, and we're still going to catch you. Like, that was one of the things that they took, pro- they, they, they took pride in, right? They thought about the fact that even though I have to follow the rules— I got to drive at the speed limit. I have to use due diligence. All these things I got to do. 
I still caught you. That is important. Now with your hands cuffed because of consent decrees and lawsuits and things of that nature, it's a wonder it isn't higher. And so we've got to be careful to do things. And so I'm going to suggest to Ashanti Hamilton, right, Office of Violence Prevention, start doing classes, commercials, public service announcements, you know, like right here on The Truth, that show, and of course pay for it, that help people understand how to keep themselves safe, how to take care of your garage, how to do all sorts of things, right? We're behind, aren't we? Are we behind? That's what I thought. Okay, that's what I thought. So, so at some point, this is good. It's a start. But then what are we doing? I don't care about the numbers. I want to know what exactly did you do to get here? Like what changed from last year to this year? What adjustments were made? In other words, I want to see the raw numbers. Because the raw numbers will tell me exactly what happened in real time. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Microphone and say that. Turn, turn on. Ah, 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 no, 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 no. I mean, I know you're the boss, Kyle, but I want to hear this from Alex. Did you just say something that he hasn't seen Friday? Yeah, he hasn't seen Friday. I'm not gonna say who it is because it would be embarrassing for that person. Like the fact that you have black blood in your veins and you haven't seen Friday. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed in you. You need me to buy you Hulu or something? Netflix? What red-blooded American black man has not seen Friday? (sighs) I'm so disappointed. Should I say who it is? I'm not. Hey, you can make an admission tomorrow on the radio. You can say, I have to, I have a mea culpa. I have been claiming to be black, but real black people watch Friday. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's offensive. I apologize. 
Is he gone? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, seriously. What I've not seen is Friday 2. Then why are you complaining about me being offensive for not seeing Friday? What? I'm done. I'm done. From now on, there's a rule. If you don't see all the movies in a franchise, you're not it. Yes, ma'am. You can't yell at somebody for not seeing Friday and then not know what the next one's called. I don't care about it. That's, that's, that's not I how think, this works. I think the whole Friday, next Friday was terrible. That's all I'm saying. If you really think about it, the movie Friday was not that great. It was just another one of them black movies that everybody loved and saw, and it was good when it was. But when you think back, it's like, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And why did Kyle say that was offensive? I mean, he didn't complain about Joe Biden when he said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. He didn't complain about that. <laughs> I, knew he was gonna I agreed. And also I agree with Hillary Clinton saying she got hot sauce in her bag. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Hot sauce. <laughs> oh, hot sauce makes you black. Okay. Wait a minute. Where is my bag? Come on. Come on. I might have left it out there on the table or I might have put it in. My Qdoba bag. Oh, I know what I did. I threw it away. Wait a minute. You didn't know what I was talking about. I was talking about my hot sauce. Because no self-respecting black man will go around without hot sauce and taking it with him wherever he goes. I don't care. Clip it. Put it on YouTube. I got hot sauce in my bag. I have to have it every day. Like, why is that a problem? 833-212-1017. Do you take certain condiments with you because that's what you eat? Because that's what I do. Nobody's talking to you, Alex. Ain't nobody talking to you, Alex. Alex like, no, I ain't going to He's like, uh, no, he's not doing it. It's a black thing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Is it, though, really? Like, there are certain um, ethnicities. I know Greek, uh, Italian. There, there are certain foods, certain spices, certain things that, that they like and they want. So they keep it with them. Black people, it's hot sauce. Is it only hot sauce, though? Like, is that the only thing that black people keep with them? Like, what do you keep with you other than hot sauce? Or do you keep hot sauce with you? Now, here's the question. Does a white person keeping hot sauce in a purse make them black? And here's my unreadiness with that. If you're white... And you have hot sauce in your purse or on your person and you don't put it on the stuff black people eat, it don't count. If you're not putting it in greens, if you're not putting it on baked or fried chicken. Or popcorn. It don't count. Yes, some people put hot sauce on popcorn. 
But I'm just saying, if you're putting it on eggs in the morning, I'm going to tell you, it's something wrong with you. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Everybody loves the sunshine. Sunshine. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Who's the troublemaker on my... Dude, are you actually singing Sunshine by Roy Ayers? (laughs) Are you actually... I I caught you singing Sunshine by Roy Ayers. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what we can tell, baby. Yeah, I wore that album out. I wore that CD out. Yes, sir. Me? Yes, sir. I love your in between music. Gives me goosebumps because it's my it's my era. That's my era, man. Okay. Ugh. Don't you miss the late nineties? Oh, some good yeah. old soul music. Now look at here. So what's the up? bag you carrying? What do you mean? What kind of bag you get? Um, let me see. I have a I don't a fanny pack. Yeah, what's wrong with you? You know. Uh, this goes back I, to Batman. I'm too bougie for it. Okay, first of all, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm too, I'm too bougie for a fanny pack. That's one. Let's let's just get it straight. Number two, I carry either a coach bag. Oh, okay, coach. Or a coach bag. I got two different okay, colored coach bags. You got Louis Vuitton? No, I, I don't do Louis. Oh, I'm a I'm a coach I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a coach and a Gucci guy. Right on. Gucci shoes. You got magic hat. Gucci you shoes. Got magic hat. Whoa. Nah. Ahead. You know Gucci you shoes. Clean coach back. That's all. That's all. It's the uniform. Okay? Well, at least I admit it. Right on. Uh, no people be lying. They be playing it down. Well, you know, I don't really know. Right, you being low key, you know. When you show out, I bet you show out. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't show out. Like I don't, you know. That's that's too braggadocious and all that. You know, the whole thing comes down. You know, the first thing. You know, I was just reading an article about. You, you know who Ellie Duncan is? The name is familiar. Does does sports and all that? You know? Oh yeah. Okay. One of the things she talked about is the first thing, the first death when you're famous that you should experience is your ego. Right. You should let it go. Exactly. And so that's all I'm saying. So so in in that instance, yeah, bougie fanny packs. I know there are bougie fanny packs. What I'm saying is I'm not getting caught. See, somebody had to send me the no, I'm looking at these fanny pack dope fanny on Instagram and Facebook. None of these are bougie, dude. 
None of these are bougie. I don't know what you call bougie. See, you didn't see that's that's the problem with 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 Gen Z and millennials. Nobody taught them what the bourgeoisie is. They're too busy exactly. knocking it, too busy complaining about it, and then want to make money. But the money that you make should take you into the bourgeoisie, and they don't go. And then they look weird, or they try to get promoted, or be somebody, or do something. But you got to dress the part. The part that they don't understand is you can't get the new. You have to have the old authentic 20 years ago, okay, with the real labels, the real bourgeois, okay, the, the real knockoffs, the first round. <laughs> Why are we even talking about this? I'm just saying, don't forget <laughs> to have your, your, uh, 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 your salt and pepper shakers. And um, with your little mix. Okay, dude. Okay, first of all, if you're bougie, you don't have an actual Mm -hmm. shaker. You got to have the packets in a plastic bag. That's what I'm saying. Because you can't have all that stuff shaking all out in your your bag. Right. But you have to put it in the system. You know, you know. All right. Cool. I love you. More more I get to know you, more I love you. Okay? All right. Carry on, sir. Later. 833-212-1017 is the number. That was weird. (laughs) So, Isaac Corey, because I love you. And then everybody in here is going, I love you. I love you, too. I love you, Ken. Okay, go away. 833-212-1017. Y'all done lost y'all ever-loving cotton picking. (laughs) There is absolutely no way. Fanny packs. Bougie fanny packs. Yeah, right. Okay. All right, 414-803, bougie fanny packs. Man, you got to be. You got to be. Those are ugly. I haven't worn a fanny pack in 20, 25 years. It's like, yeah, it's weird. And a few. (laughs) Watch this. See? Huh? Yeah. Or you could say, don't forget to give away those tickets, knucklehead. And then I'll be like, oh. So, more than 60 years of entertaining people across the world, the R&B Soul Kings, the OJs, are giving their final tour. This is a must-see concert. I got tickets to give away, but I haven't told what number I'm giving away to. The lucky Truth fan. But give me a call at 833-212-1017. You can win two tickets to see the OJs at the Riverside Theater on May 14th. Again, 833-212-1017 for your chance to see the legendary group on their final tour. The OJs perform one last time in Milwaukee only to call her only because I'm an anchor. Number five. A five and an anchor. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. We're gonna see who wins the money in the form of tickets to see the OJs. <clears throat> Wait a minute. We can see what day May fourteenth is. Uh, oh, y'all lucky. Hey Kyle, I'm gonna be sick May fourteenth. That that other station that's that I don't think I'm gonna be there. I'm just saying I'm I have this feeling I have a premonition, 
And I trust myself in my premonitions that May 14th, around the time the OJs will be performing at the Riverside Theater, I'm going to be sick. I'm just saying. And in order for it to really work, I'm going to have to go see the OJs to see, like, is my hearing working well? Are my eyes working well? I'm going to have to be there to hear the music. That, that's what I think. That's what I think. And so hurry up and give me the first name so I can make sure everybody knows who won two tickets to go see the OJs May 14th at the Riverside Theater. And I think that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, we get to check it out and see. Mm, 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 mm. So I'm just waiting for the name for caller number five. And it looks like we do have a winner. Can you whisper the name? All right. So congratulations to Deborah. Deborah is the winner. She is going to be going to the Riverside Theater. Thank you to the Riverside folks for making sure we got tickets to go see the OJs on May 14th. Deborah, uh, the other day, uh, Scott won, and today it's OJ. It's OJ. It's OJ for Deborah. She wins two tickets to see the OJs perform the last time in their farewell performance. I guess I guess I got to get the coffers built up a little bit, make a couple mil before I, <laughs> before I ride off into the sunset. So uh, they've got to be in their, what, 80s maybe? 50, like 75-ish at least? Wow. That's interesting. I hope I'm going. Now, you think they're going to do the moves like they did on when they, you know, backstabbers and all that? Of course, I didn't understand why you had him play that song yesterday. Like, I, I didn't understand why. Kyle, I think Kyle was trying to tell me something. They played backstabbers. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, you know, Deborah, if you, you know, I got friends. If you're looking to find somebody with a ticket. But let us know when you when you call them when we give away tickets like this. Make sure you let us know who you're taking and what you plan on doing and go to dinner and have a great time. You'll be down by the Riverside Theater. So you'll be downtown uh, near Water Street. You know, get some good food and drink and hang out. And do all sorts of things to see the OJs on May 14th at the Riverside. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Tori Lowe's show is up next. But you can never miss a show. You can stream us on multiple platforms. You can go check out YouTube, the Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. But we did two yesterday. You want to do one today as well? Hey. If you're calling number three, you know what? I'm going to just do it now. If you're calling number three, you can win tickets to go see Aretha Franklin, too, as well. Come, I'm just giving everything away. I'm giving it away. Marketing going to get mad at me. Kyle going to get mad at me. But I'm giving tickets away to go see Aretha. So if you could be calling number three right now, 833-212-1017. Even if you call after we're off, if you're calling number three, you will win tickets. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. God bless. Take care. I'll see you in 22 hours. Alex Rhea, appreciate you. Kyle, well, he always gives me trouble, so ain't nothing I can do. God bless him out.